The Warren County boys basketball team is finally getting on the right track. The York Institute girls basketball team is finally healthy as they begin district play. And the Cookville boys prepare for White County in a big non-district matchup. Joined now by head coach Danny Fish of the Warren County boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach 6-11 and on the season now, taking down Cannon County last night on the road 68-47. to I'll start it right there. The Cannon County game, a big win for your guys and how the guys get the job done. I, uh, we played pretty well last night, um, you know, played really connected. Uh, we had 10 players play in that game. All 10 put something up on the scoring column for us and, uh, you know, really defensively kind of suffocated them a little bit and, you know, made sure winners and Armstrong didn't have great nights and, you know, just played overall good basketball game for us. Uh, you know, I like the way the guys are playing and, um, you know, I think things are starting to become reactionary for them, you know, in the new system. And, you know, we lost a lot of games early in the year by, you know, just a thread or a hair. And, uh, you know, we're hoping on the backside of the new year, those will, those will start coming back to us. So it was good to see last night. Coach, you mentioned uh, you guys had gone down to Tampa over the holiday break after Christmas, uh, won a couple of games down there. You said you've won four out of your last six games, and you mentioned kind of the start to the season, uh, losing a few of those games. A lot of them were close ones, but now you guys seem like you're starting to turn the corner a little bit. What's been working well over this last stretch of six or so ball games? Uh, you know, we just uh, we we've changed up our rotations a little bit, and you know. Um, some players are playing a little bit better now and getting a little bit more comfortable. And uh, but I think you know, really defensively, we've picked it up another notch. And then you know, offensively, about you know, ball movement and player movement has been a lot better uh, the past you know couple of weeks. And um, really started to see it in the Cookville game when we played them. Um, we had spurts in that game where we looked really good, and uh, you know, we're just hoping to. Uh, you know, continue to do this. We still got, you know, a lot of tough tests in front of us. You know, we'll be hosting the cab on Saturday and, you know, they put up a, you know, pretty good dog fight last night up at LA and, uh, you know, they got a good team. And then, you know, we got Stewart's Creek next week, which is a, you know, four a power. So, um, just hopefully we'll just keep, you know, rebounding and, you know, playing good defense without fouling and, uh, you know, knocking down shots. I think that's, uh, that's, that's real key. You know, down in Florida, we played, you know, Palm Beach, uh, played Nova out of Miami, and then we played uh, Armwood out of Tampa. And, you know, all big and athletic. And, uh, you know, the pace in which we had to play with, um, you know, we like that pace, but haven't been, haven't been, haven't been efficient, hasn't been efficient for us at that pace. You know, we're starting to become a little bit more. Uh, efficient at what we do on offense and on defense so um, hopefully we'll continue that um, but at the same time uh, you know we still gotta we still gotta focus on one game at a time and district will be rolling around here pretty soon and uh, just excited to uh, for our guys to you know see some success you know it's pretty easy to you know get down on yourself when you lose a lot of close games at the beginning of the year but the guys have just kept plugging away and, you know, trying to learn and, you know, trying to get better. And, you know, hopefully we're starting to see the the, the fruits of that labor and of, of that patience. So, 
Talking with head coach Danny Fish of the Warren County Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, something interesting I saw on social media, uh, you and Coach Lippy teaming up for a, a travel basketball program, it looks like, called the Warren County Elite, and it looked like anywhere from third grade all the way up through the high school level. Uh, just take me into that, what that is, and what you guys are trying to do with the program. Yeah, um, we're just trying to uh, create a better foundation here in Warren County. Um, we have like uh, five feeder schools uh, for for our high school program, and uh, you know I I, I know uh, a lot of other places. You know, like you know Coach Hurd, and you know he's got it with the Mojo over there. You know Putnam, and you know Dana and Bobby do a great job with the Magic uh, teams over there at Upperman, and you know I think the philosophy of ours is to you know, get all of those good players in Warren playing together in their AAU. See, most of them, you know, play for county schools or they play for the middle school, and then they go play for their separate AAU teams. And then the first time that they ever play together is when they when they get to the high school. I think that we're trying to kind of maybe curtail that a little bit and, you know, uh, get these guys playing together sooner and get them running our stuff and doing things that we do sooner. Um, that way, the time they get to high school, that they're very uh, familiar with the terminology. Um, they're very familiar with things that we're going to do, um, you know, and hopefully it'll make our overall program better. Um, you know, I've sit back and I've watched, uh, you know, Bobby and Dana do this for years. You know, I, <laughs> I kid about it. I call it the Upperman model. You know, they do a great job of, of having their lower levels, you know, they, their lower levels are coached by people that either coached with them or played with them, you know, or played for them. Um, so they're running their system already. And, you know, both of those teams are, you know, highly competitive in high school. And there's a reason, you know, they've been doing the same stuff for many years together. And then you have a chance to do something special when you get a little bit older. So, We've started that. I know Lippy, you know, Coach Lippy started his, uh, you know, AAU about two years ago, and they've never really, you know, been consistent as far as the guys is concerned. And that was one of the intriguing, enticing things that that brought me here is is being able to do some things like that for the community and and for kids in the area. And uh, you know, hopefully it'll uh, you know benefit us down the road. So. Coach, uh, let's get into the matchup a little bit that you have coming up on Saturday. You mentioned it, taking on a DeKalb County team on Saturday. You've played them once already this season, and you mentioned it too, played a really good game against Livingston last night. Just came up a little bit short by a couple of possessions in that ball game. Uh, when you guys played earlier this year, that was also a tight ball game. What do you expect to see from the Tigers this time around? I mean, they're really good, really long. You know, they shoot the ball really well. Um, you know, it'll come down to who's going to make the last shot, probably. I mean, that's what happened with the last situation. You know, I mean, it was back and forth at their place, and the ball kind of bounced their way, and, uh, you know, they banked the shot in with about two seconds left. Got a good look there at the end of the game, but, you know, just come up a little bit short. But it'll be a good game. Um, you know, it'll be a good test for us. You know, they're, they're a lot longer than, than we are, but I feel like we're deeper than they are. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's who's going to play well on that day and who's going to play well on that, that afternoon, who's going to shoot the ball well, and, you know, are we going to be able to keep them off the boards and, 
but it should be a good matchup. And, you know, it's a border battle for us and for them. And, you know, these guys have been playing, you know, against each other, you know, for years. So there's a, there's some pride in there and some reputation type stuff in there for both teams. And, you know, Joey over there at the cab, he and I are really good friends. So, you know, there's always a, you know, a little mutual rivalry there between friends and uh, should be fun. It's going to be a fun matchup with Warren County taking on DeKalb County coming up on Saturday. That's head coach Danny Fish of the Warren County Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, man, I always appreciate you getting on the air. I appreciate the pub for our, our team and um, you, you guys just keep doing what you're doing at, at UC Sports Nation. I mean, you guys do a great job, and uh, I just appreciate all you do for the uh, Upper Cumberland athletes. Joined now by head coach Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program. A big win over Cumberland County on the road last night to open up the new year 49-36. to And, Coach, I'll start it right there, the big win on the road over the Lady Jets. Just kind of take me through how the girls got the job done. Uh, you know, number one, Cumberland County's a great team. Uh, you know, they've, they've gave us two good games. Uh, you know, last night being at their place, uh, you know, they've got four or five seniors, just a really, really solid team. We, uh, we struggled the first half offensively. Um, you know, I thought, I thought we, we played a, a fairly good four quarters of defense. You know, uh, we had Reese on, uh, Baragona and held her to, uh, held her scoreless, and uh, Ellie Ellie was on their uh, post. Uh, the Baldwin girl held her to two points, I think, from the foul line. Uh, but it was just an overall great team, great team defensive victory. We, uh, you know, the other girls did a great job of, of helping off of those two. And, uh, you know, we, we overcame the bad offensive first half and uh, made some adjustments during halftime, came out. Uh, third quarter did a few things, tried to speed the game up just a little bit, and, uh, you know, did much better the second half. But Cumberland County's a very, very good team. Yeah, you mentioned how good they are. Of course, you guys have been playing one heck of a schedule to start this season. That's the second time you've played them, and almost the same exact score the second time around as well. How much confidence does it give your team, who has already been playing a tough schedule, that they can go play a 3A team in their house and beat them pretty handily? Uh, you know, I think, uh, we played, you know, from the summer, even last year, uh, but you know, this summer we played, in my opinion, the best team in the state and Bartlett, uh, you know, and, and we should have beat them. I think we lost by two, something like that, but we're, we, we're looking for, you know, summertime, regular season. We want to play these really good teams, these great teams. So we're tested and we know, you know, we know what it's like to have to battle and all that. Last night we're down two at the half, and uh, it's been a, been a while since we've been down at halftime. And uh, you know, we just battled back. Uh, it was good for us. I said, you know, we need to use that first half as a learning experience. We're, we didn't we didn't just play Crossville because they're you know they're a close school. We're playing Crossville because they're a great team. And uh, you know, we want to. It doesn't matter. We don't look at classifications. Uh, you know, we want if we've got a if there's a really good single A team or you know around we want to play them but you know most of the time we're playing for uh you know three and four a schools and uh you know classification doesn't matter we you've got some great two a schools got some great one a schools but uh you know we're, we're we're looking for the best round and we're playing the best round if we beat them we beat them if not hopefully we learn from it 
Coach, I know we've talked about it a little bit before, and you touched on a couple of them there. Only the only two losses you guys have this season are to two of the best teams in 4A in Coffee County and then the Cookville as well. How do you hope that playing this tough schedule at the front end of the schedule helps you guys here in district play and then into the tournament as well? Well, the whole, you know, the whole reason I set the schedule up like I did was, was to hopefully prepare us for the postseason. And, you know, when you get around the sub-state and the state tournament, uh, time so we can see you know when you're playing these four A's that are that are great teams and the three A's that are great teams you're going to see every style of play uh, that you can imagine and that's the whole point that's the whole reason I did it and I you know I expected that you know I told the girls that we may start off with a with a losing record but it's not it's not about the record it's about getting us prepared for the postseason and that way when we get in postseason you know there's no excuses about you know oh well, they're playing a defense or oh they've got this player that we you know we we don't know how to guard this we you know, the whole point is hopefully to see different styles of play, different caliber type players, post players, inside players, and, and, and perimeter players. And, uh, you know, hopefully to prepare us to make a long run. And that way, any team we face will have already seen whatever they might throw at us. And, and that, that, that was the goal to set the schedule the way it was. Talking with head coach Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know the last time we had talked, you guys were dealing with some injuries, and that's another one of those things of adversity that you guys have dealt with along with the tough schedule. I believe Rayleigh Werner had just gotten back the last time we had talked, and I know you had a couple of other players that were either banged up or even still out with an injury. How is the team health-wise at this point in the season now? We're finally, for the first time this season, we have all all 12 of us are healthy for the first time. And, uh, you know, we're kind of easing. Yeah, Josie played, uh, played some last night. We're trying to ease her back in. Uh, AB got back. Uh, Werner got back after, like, like you said, the last time we talked. Uh, and, you know, we were missing Josie and Werner both for the Cookville. Uh, but we, and we, and we battled. I thought we battled well against Cookville and, and just couldn't pull it out. Uh, but you have to do that. I mean, tournament time gets here. It doesn't matter if you've got somebody sick, somebody hurt. You know, they're not going to cancel a, a, you know, a state tournament game or a region tournament game just because somebody on your team's hurt or sick. So you've got to be able to overcome that adversity. And finally, we're, we're back to healthy, and hopefully we can stay that way for the remaining part of the season. Coach, I know you've had some strong teams for the last few years, obviously making it to the 2A championship game last year solidified that. But do you think this year's team may be the most complete team that you've had so far? Oh yeah, definitely. Hands hands down. Uh, you know, overall, just uh, offensively and defensively, uh, this is this is definitely the most most complete team we've had. We we're finally, you know, when I first took the job, I I, I actually thought that it would take us, uh, you know, four years before we could get, you know, to the state tournament. And uh, you know, second year, one game away, and then last year we made it. Uh, but this year. Just overall, guard-wise, post-wise, uh, you know, we're deeper this year. We're shooting the ball better this year. Uh, and we've got, you know, we've got the season uh, vets, the seniors, you know, they're, you know, they're hungry. They know this is their last shot. And, uh, you know, we've had, we've had great players in the past. But, you know, this year, just overall, top to bottom, I think this is the most complete team we've had so far. Well, Coach, you're getting into district play. You get Sequatchie County coming up on Friday. What do you expect to see from the Lady Indians as you begin district play? Watch a little film on them. They've got uh, they've lost, I think, a couple of their starters from last season. Uh, smaller team. They've got a post player. She's she's a great athlete. Uh, I think we'll see a little uh, pressure from them. They've got they've got a couple. 
pretty good shooters. Uh, not really, not really sure what to expect from them. But you know, we're going to use these these games to hopefully get better work on some things that we've uh, not had time to work on in games. And you know, the big thing is going to be making sure we're ready to play every single district game, and you know, coming out strong from the start and playing four solid quarters. Head coach Michael Green with the York Institute Girls Basketball Program. They get Sequatchie County to open up district play coming up on Friday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thanks for having me. Joined now by head coach Josh Hurd of the Cookville Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, big win over Oakland last night at home, 70-54. to Your team improves to 11-4 and on the season. Uh, how'd the guys get the job done last night against Oakland? Well, you know, in the second half, we, you know, the guys played pretty hard. You know, we Change, change, change the speed of the defense and kind of sped Oakland up a little bit and made them play a little bit of more our pace. And, you know, we were able to put together, you know, a double-digit lead, you know, in that third quarter, um, which, you know, you know, prevailed to be out, you know, proved to be, you know, the winning mark for us. But, you know, just being able to change gears on defense and making shots, you know, that's, that, was a, that was a big, uh, big, big bonus for us last night. Coach, uh, I saw it down in Florida. You guys go two and one, taking on some really good competition before that Oakland game. You took on a Ravenwood team from Tennessee as well down there. Uh, what did you guys learn from that trip down in Florida? Well, I'll tell you what. The first game was was the biggest eye opener for you know. You know, it's, it's tough when you go to a new state and have new new referees and they call the game totally different, and, and that's what caught us off guard. Um, the game was called totally different than what we've been used to. And we weren't ready for it, and you know it 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 frustrated myself. It frustrated the players, and and that was that was that was just a learning moment for us. You know, we we talked about it extensively after the game, and you know, I myself, I, I blame myself um, for for letting it go as far as it went. But um, but like I said, it was, it was a learning point for us, and, and we told ourselves that you know now that we know how they're going to be calling it, we, we have to we have to change our playing style. We have to we have to change up. So. Uh, and we did for the next two games, you know, and, you know, getting double-digit leads and double-digit wins. But, you know, we were still upset about that. You know, we weren't able to adapt to the game during the game, you know, and that was something that we focus in on that we need to improve on. And um, so to see us come back and get back to Tennessee, and that's always a tough deal when you go to another state and play multiple games and you come back to your home and they may be, they're calling the game the way you're used to, but now you've been playing this other style. Um, so it was interesting to see how we were going to come out and play, you know, and we didn't come out and play like we should have when the game first started, but, um, but we, but we adapted, you know, and we, and we started playing better in the second half. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good, it's been a good break for us. Coach, outside of the games, I saw something really cool on social media for you guys. It looked like you had a pregame meal. I believe it was at a Whataburger down in Florida before the Ravenwood game. And it looked like yeah. one of the workers actually paid for the whole team's meal. What, what was that deal? I tell you what, man, you know, just, you know, something that'll make you smile inside. I mean, it really does. You know, it was, I was speechless. Um, you know, the, the Whataburger did not know we were coming. You know, I did, I did not call ahead. I just showed up with the team and, you know, luckily we showed up at a time that they, they weren't really busy, but, you know, we, we order our food and, and I go up to pay and out comes one of these, you know, I didn't know if she was a manager or a worker. I had no idea who she was. Um, she just looked at me and she said, put your card away. I'm paying for this. And I was like, uh, no, you're not. And she insisted. She told me to shut up and move out the way. And she was paying for it. <laughs> so, 
Um, you know, and I asked her, you know, I said, I said, I said, ma'am, why, why would you want to do this to us? I mean, for us, we're strangers to you. And she just talked about how people need to help each other and how people have helped her and her, her family. And just what she said to us was, was awesome. You know, it was absolutely awesome. So we, the least we could do was, you know, we asked her to take a picture with us. Um, you know, they were going to send the, the picture to, to the corporate office of Whataburger, which I hope they did. So, you know, we, we let her know that we were going to post that on our Facebook page. And, and you know, we were getting in the truck, getting get in the vehicles, getting ready to go. And she yelled out, now go beat Ravenwood, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, something like that just doesn't happen all the time, man. But it just it just proves that, you know, there's some great people out there in the world. Absolutely. Saw it on social media. And like you said, just kind of puts a smile on your face. And not only that, sets a great example for your guys as well, kind of going forward uh, in their lives. We're talking with head coach Josh Hurd of, of the Cookville Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coaches, we get back into talking about your team a little bit. I want to go back to about a year ago this time in January. It was about the time that your team started to turn the corner a little bit and play some pretty good basketball down the stretch of last season. If you look back at last year and you come back all all the way to this year over the last year span what kind of improvements has your team made i think we've gotten stronger um stronger physically stronger stronger mentally and and actually our bond has become stronger you know one of the things that i have preached to the boys over and over again that we we have given them a lot of independence on this team and, and i've told them that i want this team to be led by players and not by coaches um, and, and that's what we've 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 let that happen, and just just for the boys to be able to be accountable for one another and by one another, has just it's proven to be you know a good asset for us. You know we, you know we've made some mistakes this year. Um, you know some of the games that that we lost. Um, you know we we probably shouldn't have lost. You know we lost because we did something wrong, and we and we saw that, and and we knew that we were better than that, but. But, you know, those losses just, just build your character, you know, and they make you stronger. So um, that's one of the biggest things that, that I see that is different from a year ago, that, that now we're, we're holding ourselves and each other accountable and not just blaming others. Coach, it's another fun district matchup coming up with White County on the road on Friday. Beat him 53-38 to earlier this season, and now since they've lost five games in a row themselves, but what do you expect to see from this White County team this time around? Well, you already know when, when it's Cookville Sparta, the records go out the window. You know that's 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 just irrelevant in this type of game. You know the atmosphere is going to be ecstatic. You know we just came back um, to school. Um, this is the first Friday game since school's been back in. So you know I expect the atmosphere to be electric. So you know we just got to we just have to come out and play extremely hard uh, and aggressive on both ends of the basketball court. You know we have we have enough talent on this team that, you know, we can make substitutions and not and not really fall off anywhere. So uh, one of the things that, that we just have to do is we just got to we just got to play hard. Each individual person when they come in, they just have to hold themselves accountable that know that they can't take a playoff and take a second off and, and just play hard. So, you know, we expect it's going to be a loud game. It's going to be a fun game. You know, I, I look forward to this game, you know, for my teammates. Um, just to be able, I mean, for my players, just to be able to, to, to play in it, you know, it's awesome for them. It's awesome for the Cookville schools. It's awesome for the Sparta students. So, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good game. 
Coach, uh, you mentioned the atmosphere, what it's going to be like. I haven't been able to be a part of it yet, but I know it's obviously a huge game, that rivalry, that Highway 111 rivalry, and you guys have played it in Cookville once, and I know uh, the atmosphere down in Sparta is always really good. Compared to some other road contests that you guys have played this year, you've played Warren County, you've played at Stone Memorial. What are those compared to Sparta, and what makes Sparta so good to play at? It's so tough, man. You know, it's it's just different, you know. Lebanon, Lebanon is, is, is a is is a, is always been a rival for us because we we played them even before we we got in the district with them. So, and we've had some tough games with Lebanon in the past. So, I mean, you know, Lebanon is just 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 tough and hard nosed game, you know. So, um, the one big difference between all those those teams that you just you talked about that the atmosphere of the crowds also affect the game you know white county gym is you know small it's it, it echoes you know when one team makes a run you know you you can hear it you know we're you know we're dealing with high school kids here so i know they they can hear it you know the the crowds go back and forth at one another with with chants you know and and cheers and you know that you know those that just makes the, the you know the gym gets more louder you know so you know, being able to play a game like this um, before you get to a tournament is it, is great because this teaches your kids that you know they got to tune all that out as best way they can, but they also have to feed off of it when it's when it's in their favor. You know, and that's and that's a hard thing to just simulate. You know, you just have to go through that. So, you know, for us, you know, it, it'll it'll be good. You know, just for us to to go into this to this game like this. You know, and I know. You know, whatever, I guess you can look at it on paper that, that we may be the favorite and whatnot, but when you're playing in White County Gym, you know, anything can happen. You know, they can, you know, so we're just going to go in there and, and play as hard as we possibly can and, and see if whoever we're playing can, can play with us. It's going to be a fun matchup. Cookville taking on White County coming up on Friday in Sparta. That's head coach Josh Hurd with the Cookville Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. I appreciate it, man. We'll see you later. Joined now by head coach Mike Buck of the Stone Memorial Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach 7-11 and 11 on the season, 0-3 in district play after falling to a very good White County team at home last night, 58-44. to 44. And, uh, Coach, I'll start it there. Uh, obviously, obviously a loss, but I'm assuming you were able to at least pull some positives from a team that uh, plays some really good basketball in White County. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're, they're in the conversation, uh, you know, uh, this year in terms of being one of the contenders in, uh, in triple a in the, in obviously in our league, but also in, in the state, I believe, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, them Cumberland, uh, Upperman Livingston, I think all are kind of in that conversation. So yeah, you know, anytime you get a chance to play against those guys, um, um, you know, it, it's going to take a really, really good effort, really good execution and a baseline of com- competitiveness and toughness, you know? And so, uh, I was really pleased with how we played last night. We, um, you know, had kind of struggled with some consistency in terms of competing and, and, uh, you know, with, with our, you know, given max effort all the time, I really felt like we, we, uh, took some steps in the right direction. Uh, we made some plays last night. Kaylee Waldo was, was you know, much better for us last night. And then, uh, you know, it was one, definitely one of her better, better games, better performances. So we're proud of her. Um, yeah, overall, I felt like there was a lot of uh, a lot of good that came from that. We tried some new things defensively, and the girls were able to um, you know, have a good big picture idea of what was of what we were trying to do, and, and 
there's some, you know, obviously some little details that we could fix along the way, but, but yeah, I was really proud of our effort and the way we stood and, you know, looked them in the eye and competed with them. Coach, it had been a little bit since you guys had played, played before the Christmas break or before the Christmas holiday, I should say, and then hadn't played since mm-hmm. then. This is the first game back and, of course, start off with one of the best teams in your district. Uh, how nice sure. was it to kind of have that extended break in there? And did it give you guys a chance to kind of work on some things a little more in depth? We did. Yeah, we, we I was I was, you know, a lot of people went on the road and, and uh, you know, had some uh, uh, some Florida trips and things like that. We did not do that this year. And, and uh uh, but we were able to stay home and get some, you know, get, get a lot of good work in, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, just some, some basics that we had, uh, uh, that we needed to touch on, put some new stuff in last week. And, and uh, I know our focus is kind of a mini camp, basically, if you will, but we, where we, uh, we came in and worked on some, just some, some real specific things that uh, we feel like as a, as a, a group are important for us that are going to allow us to be the best us possible. And so, um, you know, spent, spent some good time in a gym together. Um, you know, and, and we, and I feel like we got better, uh, as a result of it too. So, uh, and that, like I said, that was a tough one to come back to, but it being at home was, was, was nice. Uh, we had some support from, you know, from our, from our, our, our fan base here, which was really nice because we haven't had, you know, many home games at all. Uh, the second half of the season is, is full of home games, but, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to get some time kind of in a gym, you know, without the game pressure, but, but really just the pressures of trying to get as good as, you know, get as much in and get as, as good at those, you know, select few things as possible, you know, over that break before we came back uh, to face White County. Talking with head coach Mike Buck of the Stone Memorial Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I want to go back to a part in your first answer. You mentioned kind of working on the big picture and some defensive things and said your girls uh, did responded pretty well to that. How hard is it to kind of teach big picture things to high school athletes when you're really trying yeah. to build something and especially here when you got to do it in seven AAA? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a challenge, obviously. Um, you know, it just in itself, just trying to, to, you know, teach some new schemes and teach some, uh, some new concepts. Um, you know, that, that's, uh, it's always tough. Um, and then whenever you throw it out there, the good thing about it is, is you know, whenever you throw it out there and then have to execute that against really good teams, there's, there's, whenever they do see it and get it and have some success in those moments, they see that it helped you know, help them in that, you know, against, against a, a talented group. Um, so it, it's easy to drive those, those lessons home whenever they do have some success. And if they struggle or miss, miss, you know, mess up on some things, it's easy also to show them because usually a good team will make you pay for it. But, you know, by getting an easy bucket, you know, and so it's easy, uh, you know, in terms of now reflecting, looking back on it, um, you know, we didn't turn and sprint to this spot on the floor, and as a result, what happened? Well, she just made a layup or open three. Uh, but now do you see when you do sprint and get to this spot early, this is what happens, and we end up getting a deflection or a steal. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's challenging. But it's also whenever you're doing it against a good team, there are some – it kind of drives the points home. Um, it, the, the takeaways are, are much clearer, I guess. 
Coach, I wanted to ask about, obviously, uh, 7 and 11 right now. Not exactly where you want to mm-hmm. be, but you guys knew you were going to have some young talent and some growing pains sure. throughout this season, and you have to do it against sure. one of the tougher schedules in the state as well. How do you try yep. to keep the team's spirits pretty high, knowing that if they just get one or two wins, that confidence is going to go up a lot? Yeah, and it's, I don't know, I, uh, there's, I, had a, I used to work with a guy who talked about get your hopes up all the time, you know, and so a lot of times people will say, hey, listen, don't get your hopes up. Uh, but but my buddy was his 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 philosophy was hey look he wants you to get your hopes up and so uh, you know, we talk about hope I I really feel like there's uh, there's some 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 success down the road for this group um, I feel like you know that that we're close and we're getting better you know obviously the wins and losses are 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 what they are uh, but we are improving we are starting to learn the lessons of consistency and and. Uh, uh, having some moments where you know people see, wow, I can do things that he's asking me to do, and I am. Uh, if if we do you know things the right way, then we can be pretty good. Uh, it's it's a room full of of talented young ladies who who are um, awesome awesome young ladies. They really are. They're wonderful uh, people, and and now we're trying to to you know uh, you know mesh that together and get them to believe and to. And to uh, understand and believe that they can be good, and, and you know, to kind of have that hope, you know, for a brighter future. We talk about great days ahead here. I think there are some great days ahead for this team. Uh, you know, nobody really, you know, you, you can we could still win, you know, a state championship with eleven losses. That happens occasionally, you know. And so once once we get things that are once we get things clicking, um, you know, I, I, I feel like you know we're going to have a chance. To uh, to do some nice things later on, um, but that's the thing. We just we definitely want them just to keep growing and keep getting better. And um, you know, uh, as long as they're doing that and they're playing with a certain level of toughness and competitiveness out there and, and desire and focus, those you know the, the wins and losses and those those great times those those will happen. Uh, we feel like so, uh, but I do want to say again, listen. You know, going for I forget the the quote who said it, but basically enthusiastically moving forward from one failure to the next uh, without losing any enthusiasm, right? Uh, uh, I'm butchering that quote, but it 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 really kind of describes this team. You know, they they will get knocked down, but the next day they're up, they're they're looking you in the eye, and they're ready to go to work. And so those are great qualities for for you know to, that will take them to successes down the road for sure. That's head coach Mike Buck with the Stone Memorial Girls Basketball Program. They get a big matchup in 7 AAA with Upperman coming up on Friday. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Always enjoy our conversations as well. Yes, sir. Great to talk to you. We appreciate you so much. Joined now by head coach Joseph Amonette of the Pickett County Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, 10-5 and five on the season now as you get ready to begin district play Friday night against Clay County. A win last night on the road at Clinton County, Kentucky, 69-67. to That two-point victory, it's uh, starting to become a trend for you guys. Fourth game out of the last five have been decided by two points. Uh, how's your heart doing over the last couple of weeks? Oh, it's been an interesting. Uh, it's been an interesting few weeks, uh, to say the least. But I tell you, it's been um, really proud of our team, and uh, I think we've had a, a real opportunity to um, to grow as a team and to learn. You know, we had a lot of inexperience when we started the season, and um, you know, we a lot of kids that just hadn't had an opportunity to perform that are getting that opportunity and to, and to do it against some really good teams and some um, in some situations that you know you you can't get that kind of 
you can't simulate that in practice, what we've got in these last four or five games. I think it's going to put us in a position to to be better when, um, when February, March gets here. Uh, Clinton County looked like they've been having a pretty good season kind of coming into that game last night. Of course, they're always playing some tough competition. It's always fun to win a rivalry game as well. Just kind of take me through the game. I know it looked like Eli Reagan had a pretty nice game. You guys get the victory on the road in a tough place to play. How'd you guys get the job done last night? You know, you know, in, in a variety of ways. You know, Eli, Eli played really well for us offensively, especially to start the game. Um, we got in some foul trouble early and uh, had some guys in, and Eli stepped up and, and really carried the, the offensive load for us, especially in the first half. But, you know, basically the way we won is, is the way we've won almost every game this year. We just we play really, really hard, and, and we, don't, we don't ever give up. You know, we were down 10 points or 11 points, I think, with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And we just we just stayed with it and um, had some kids that made some some really good plays and you know, last night I felt like that um, Eli Reagan had the best offensive half that he's ever had and I felt like Payne Burton had the best basketball game he's ever had in his career in any level so I felt like that um, we had some kids step up and make some some really good plays and make some game winning plays down the stretch. Coach, you mentioned a couple of those players, Eli and then Peyton Burton as well as coming back and playing basketball again this year. You lost a lot of players last year. You returned your son, Jacob, who was the lone returner from the starting squad last year. Eli got some good minutes, but didn't play a ton of minutes. And obviously he's playing some pretty good basketball. As a team, how much growth has this team made this season up to this point? Oh, a tremendous amount. I don't think if you looked at our if you looked at our schedule and looked at the uh, the teams we played from Kentucky, the four A teams we played in Tennessee, and the and the really really solid teams that we played, such as you know Livingston Academy, East Robertson. I think we've I would put our schedule up against anyone's. I don't think anybody would have guessed we would be sitting where we're sitting as the season started. But these kids play hard. They like each other. Um, they really want to try to please me, and they just they compete every second. They have an opportunity to play. Talking with head coach Joseph Amonette of the Pickett County Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, do you feel like your team is in a good spot as you start district play coming up on Friday? I do. I feel like we're in a good spot. You know, we, we still have a lot to improve on. And, um, you know, it's still early January. And when you get into district play, it's like it's it's different from anything else. And, um, and we'll have a learning experience of that while we're, we've gained a lot of knowledge um, we've still not, a lot of these kids haven't been in and played against a Clay County, a Gordonsville, or Red Bowen Springs, or a Clark Rains in those district games that mean a little bit more. So I, I feel really good where we're at, but we've got a long way to go. And uh, we got a, we got a really good conference um, with a lot of good teams that uh, anybody can beat anybody. So it should be an interesting January and February. Coach, I want to ask about practice a little bit. I know earlier on in the season, obviously, almost a brand new team. You're trying to teach a lot of things, and I'm sure it's still somewhat of that at this point in the season here in January. But what specifically are you guys really keen in on in practice at this point? You know, I think the thing that we're we're trying to do is just to get better. Um, you know, continue to improve our weaknesses and and, and continue to play to our strengths. And I think that's the the thing that uh, that all good teams figure out. And, you know, that's just what we try to do every day to be real consistent and to get better at the things we're not really good at right now and, and, can, and just enhance the things we are good at. Coach, have you been surprised by anything from your team this season? You know, I, I will tell you the thing that, that is surprising because you don't get a chance to um, – you don't get a chance to coach it a lot. But um, I don't know if this will make sense or not, but uh, these kids really celebrate the success of each other. 
And um, when one of them makes a three, the guys on the bench feel like they made it. The guy underneath feels like he made it. So if Lyric Paris makes a great play, Caden Miller feels like he made a great play. If Eli Reagan hits a great three-point shot, Jacob Aminet feels like he has. If Caden Thomas gets a great steal, Gage Harris feels like he has. You know, I mean, it's just, and I could go on and on. If Dylan Anderson comes in and makes a great play, Payne Burton feels like he has. But I don't know that I've ever coached a team that um, that celebrated each other's success like this team has. And I think that's the thing that's the most surprising because it's so rare. But I think that's the reason that we're having the success we're having. How beneficial is that, especially when you get in the late-game situations where no one really cares how it gets done as long as you get those game-winning plays like you like to call them? Oh, it's it's just it's just a lot of fun. That, that that's what I say, and it's a lot of fun for the it's a lot of fun for the kids to to have a group that gets along as well as they do, to have the team chemistry they do, and to be able to celebrate each other's success the way they do. It's uh it's fun to be a part of. Um, I'm really proud of them, and um, just really happy where they are right now. Well, lastly, Coach, let's get into talking about the district play. You get Clay County coming up on Friday in the seven single-A action. Of course, they've kind of been the top dogs in seven single-A the last handful of years. Going to be a much different-looking Clay County team without Grant Strong, who's been Mr. Basketball the last couple of years as well. What do you expect to see from the Bulldogs on Friday at home? Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're very talented. You know, they had a couple of kids that, that didn't play last year. They had two starters that, that weren't on their roster last year that decided to come back out and play in the Hamilton kid and the Kerr kid that are, that are really talented. It's probably the, the deepest team, um, that I've seen Clay County have since I've been coaching. And, uh, they're big and mature. Um, they like to pound the ball inside a little bit more than they have um, in the past. You know, most of Coach Edwards' teams have been strong three-point shooting teams. And this team can shoot, but but their strength's probably in their post-play. And uh, they just kind of grind it out and like to get it inside. And, uh, and they've got some big big hoss, big boys inside that, that can do that. So uh, it'll be an interesting game for us. Going to be a fun battle between the Pickett County Bobcats and the Clay County Bulldogs coming up on Friday. That's head coach Joseph Aminette of the Pickett County Boys Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you, Jager. Joined now by head coach Michelle Farley-Carson of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program. Coach, right around 500 on the plays. Get ready to start district play tomorrow at Bledsoe County. And I want to go back to uh, Tampa Bay. You guys go one and two against some really good competition down in Florida. Just take me through, what did you guys learn in that tournament down in Florida? Um, yeah, so um, it was a really good experience for our program because that's one of the first times, I think, in program history that we probably played out of state in one of those types of tournaments. Um, and it was, you know, very similar to, like, the AAU atmosphere. And some of my varsity players, you know, I've gotten to experience that before. Um, and so it's kind of, you know, just like going back home, I guess, a little bit for some of them. Um, you know, but we, we learned a lot. You know, it was good to play some of that tougher competition that we don't normally see. Um, you know, it kind of gave my girls some confidence going into some of these um, district teams that we're about to be seeing um, and then going into some of those, you know, um, more harder teams that we might face in the postseason. Um, so, you know, I think we kind of grew a lot um, together and, you know, we learned a lot as far as, you know, how we could play against some of those te- types of teams um, and what it, what it takes to, um, to get us to where we want to be. Kind of wraps up the first half of the year for you guys as well. You finish with a 9-9 nine and nine record against some of that good competition like you had talked about. Uh, are you pretty happy with how the team has played through the first half of the season so far? 
Um, yeah, you know, we um, there are a couple games, you know, that we think that we should have won that we, you know, we might have um, added to our loss record. But um, overall, I think the team has played a lot better. And um, when we compare it a little bit to last year, last year's team only won nine games. Um, so, you know, we're pretty excited that we've already gotten to that point um, already this year. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's just reassuring to see, like, that the program is growing in the right direction that we want it to be in. Coach, uh, talking about that growth and the direction you're taking it, how much growth have you seen from the team from a year ago in year one to now here in the middle of year two? And and how well have they adapted into your system as well? Yeah, um, so, of course, we have a lot of people returning from last year's team. um, So that helps a lot, too. You know, they kind of know where we want it to be, what we want it to be, um, and just kind of where we want to see this program end up, um, and especially for future seasons as well. But, um, you know, we've had some new new girls come in and kind of take on that role that we needed them to, to have. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of been more of a collective unit. I feel like, you know, we've, we've bonded a little bit more as a team this year. I felt like um, people are starting to kind of accept me and kind of what I'm bringing to the table as well. Um, and so, you know, it's just uh, all around, we just have seen a lot of growth. Um, and I think that that's helped us a lot so far. Talking with head coach Michelle Farley-Carson of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, uh, coming up tomorrow, Bledsoe County to open up district play. And uh, the Lady Warriors, they've struggled early on this season. But, uh, of course, it's the district opener. You've got some really good teams in the district with yourselves, uh, Sequatchie County, of course, York as well, uh, on down the road in the district. What do you expect to see from the Lady Warriors coming up tomorrow? Um, yeah, you know, we, we enjoy um, getting to play some of these district teams. You know, it's always a good start um, getting to come out and kind of see where everybody's at and how everybody's competing. Um, you know, I, this team, you know, one thing that I noticed about them last year is they don't give up. They play from the start of the game to the end of the game, and that's something that I admire about that team, um, about Bledsoe. And, um, you know, we're we're excited to start um, into the district play. Um, you know, we've been waiting for it for a while now um, and kind of eager to see kind of where we're going to end up. Coach, is there anything specifically in practice that you guys are working on, both to get ready for this game? I know you got a couple games this week, but this game and then just going forward here in the second half of the season? Yeah, um, so just a couple things we just, you know, want to make sure that we're, you know, in that shape and that mindset to be able to withstand four quarters because, you know, I, I try to tell my girls, like, every game you have to play four quarters. You can't just play two or three quarters and expect one quarter to not go good and, and still come out with a win. So um, just, you know, trying to, I guess, um, get them focused on that aspect and making sure that we are physically prepared and mentally prepared to play four quarters um, of the game. Um, Because, you know, I tell them all the time that, you know, we have to score so many points a quarter to be competitive. And and our average points, I think, are around like 51, 52 points per game. Um, And, you know, that's pretty good um, considering some of the teams and stuff that we're facing. But to play some of these, you know, a little bit more tougher teams, we're going to have to score a little bit more than that. Um, and so that's just something, too, that I'm encouraging. And, and we're working on a lot of shooting and stuff at practice as well to hopefully uh, meet that milestone. That's Michelle Farley-Carson, the head coach of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program, as they get ready for Bledsoe County coming up tomorrow night to open up district play. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward in the season. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the High School Playbook. A special shout-out to all the coaches for joining us this week. Danny Fish from Warren County, Joseph Aminette from Pickett County, Josh Hurd at Cookville, Michael Green at York Institute, Mike Buck with Stone Memorial, and Michelle Farley-Carson with Monterey. If you missed any of the show, you can go to ucsportsnation.com right now and podcast it. 
It's also a great week of high school basketball as we have three great broadcast games on Friday. Cookville at White County headlines are covered. That game will be broadcast on Newstalk 94.1 beginning at 545. On 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, the Livingston Academy Wildcats traveled across Crossville to take on the Cumberland County Jets in 7 AAA district play with coverage beginning at 540 Friday night. Our final game features a 7A battle between Pickett County and Clay County in Birdstown. Coverage begins at 545 on our UC Sports Nation YouTube channel. Make sure to join us Saturday morning at 9 on Rock 93.7 for the live edition of the High School Playbook.